For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, The Sacrifice of Thanksgiving. This is part one of the series. The word that I have for you today is Jeremiah chapter 33 and verse 11, and it is the voice of joy, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, and the voice of the bride. The voice of them that say, praise Yahweh of hosts, for Yahweh is good, for his mercy endures forever. And of them that bring the sacrifice of praise in the house of Yahweh, for I will cause to return the captivity of the land as at the first, says Yahweh. Now in the past, I've used this verse to show the connection between marriage and the gathering of the twelve tribes of Israel. And that connection is, the beginning of the verse is the voice of joy, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, and the voice of the bride. That is wedding talk. So what is linked with wedding talk? The last part of the verse says, I will cause to return the captivity of the land as at the first, says Yahweh. So wedding talk, wedding is associated with returning the captivity of the land. And for those who are connected to the restoration of our Hebraic roots, you have learned that the two houses of Israel will be coming together in the end of days, and it is a tribulation event. So for those of you who have been studying this in recent years, you already know about that. But there's something else just as important that is linked with it that you've probably not been taught. And that's what I want to teach you and share with you the extreme importance for you to understand this in the days and the times in which we're living as a part of our preparation. Because we often ask ourselves, how are we to prepare for the days which we believe are coming upon us? The period of time which the Bible says is a time of trouble that there's never been in the world. And we ask the question, how we prepare? So we're looking about how we're to prepare physically. And we should prepare physically. But in addition to preparing physically, we need to understand how we're to prepare spiritually. And this message is helping us to understand how we are to prepare spiritually in believing in and seeking to participate in the gathering of the 12 tribes of Israel. And that is included in this verse. It's the part of the verse which in teaching and showing the connection between the marriage and the two houses come together, it's the part of the verse that I skip. It's the middle part of the verse. And the middle part of the verse connects marriage, that is the voice
voice of joy and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, it connects it with this. The voice of them that say, Praise Yahweh of hosts, for Yahweh's good is mercy endures forever. And the King James says, And to them that bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of Yahweh. That is connected with the voice of joy, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride. That is connected with the marriage. That is connected with the two houses coming together. It is linked with it. And so, in the King James, where it says the sacrifice of praise, it gives you the thought that, oh, I'm in a church service and I don't feel like raising my hands today, but today, from this church service, maybe today I'll raise my hands. That's the thought that sometimes comes into your mind. And there's a song, very nice song, by the way, and we sing it occasionally in our Sabbath service. We bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord, which is from this verse. But it does not communicate the real meaning and the message of what this verse in this concept. And so I want to share with you a message regarding what this is speaking about. And I have to admit, a week ago, I myself didn't even know the details of what this was all about. I knew the principle of it, but I didn't know the details. And from knowing the principle, I was able to study the details and the results of that study I want to show with you. But the first thing I want to point out is that right here in the King James, what says, bring the sacrifice of praise. The word sacrifice is not in the Hebrew. If you look at it in the Hebrew, the word there in the Hebrew that got translated as sacrifice of praise, the Hebrew word is todah. And todah is the Hebrew word that we may often say thank you to somebody. We say todah. But understanding that todah means thank you is a very, very light understanding of the word todah, at least biblically. Thank you is very light. Because thank you may be something that we are sincere about, but in being sincere, it also is a casual thing in the sense that thank you today, but I'm not going to come back tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day and next year and next year and thank you again for what you did today. I'm thanking you now and when I thank you now, I'm hoping you'll appreciate it forever, but I'm not going to keep thanking you for the rest of my life when we say todah. I mean, we're sincere, but so we use it in that context, but biblically it has a much deeper significance. Todah is often or also rendered a thanksgiving offering and ultimately what I'm going to end up showing you and sharing with you, the real meaning of Todah is a life. A life. Not not a moment, not an event, a life of praise and worship. Living your life in thanksgiving and praise and worship to the God of Israel. So, we're going to begin to look at scriptures that will communicate to us principles in a greater picture of what Todah is. Because this is connected with the voice of joy, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, and the voice of the bride. Todah is connected with the gathering of the twelve tribes of Israel. So, the Hebrew word Todah is the Strong's number 8426. And in the dictionary, it gives this definition. It's an extension of the hand. It's adoration. It's a choir of worshipers. It's a thanksgiving offering. And Todah is related to the Hebrew word Yada, which is the Strong's number 3034, which means to revere or worship. Now what I'm going to be doing for the rest of the message is I'm going to be going over with you various scriptures where Todah appears so we can understand the context 
and application of todah, what it's associated with, so we get a picture in our mind of really what todah encompasses. So we're going to begin by looking at Leviticus in chapter 7, and beginning in verse 11, it says, This is the Torah of the sacrifice of peace offerings. Now, the word sacrifice is the Strong's number 2077, and the Strong's Strong's number 2077 is the Hebrew word zabak. It means a sacrifice or an offering. So this is the law of offering, zabak, of peace offerings. Now the, the peace offering there is the Hebrew word shalem. And a shalem is a voluntary sacrifice of thanks. It also means a sacrifice for alliance or friendship. And so when you're coming before the God of Israel in a covenant relationship, you know, Abraham was said to be the friend of God. That's a covenant relationship. When you're coming before the God of Israel on that relationship, we are to appear before him with joy and thanksgiving. So if your offering is a shalem, which is a sacrifice for alliance or friendship, a voluntary sacrifice of thanks to the God of Israel. Now verse 12, and if he offer it for a todah, there's your todah, there's your thanksgiving offering. So we're talking about an offering that is shalem for an alliance of friendship and that if in doing this, it is a todah, it is a thanksgiving offering that you will offer the sacrifice of thanksgiving unleavened cakes mingled with oil. Now what does unleavened represent? It represents without sin. So this is an offering that you're making before the God of Israel that is in association with you being in covenant with him, an alliance or friendship that in coming before him with prayer, praise, and thanksgiving that it involves you coming before him in repentance, consecration, and sanctification. That's the meaning of unleavened bread. And then it says with mingled oil. What that means is ultimately in doing this, the anointing of God will come upon you. The presence of God will be with you and you will be manifesting the power of God when you are in this relationship. And so this is the association that Todah has as an offering to the Almighty in the context of it being a Shalem, a peace offering. And now let's look at furthermore understanding the Thanksgiving offering, Todah. And we look at Leviticus in chapter 22 and verse 29. And it says, if you will offer a sacrifice of Todah, if you will offer a sacrifice of Todah unto Yahweh, offer it of your own will. So now we know a Todah is an offering of our own will. We have to desire to do it. We have to want to do it. And so that's going to add to our understanding. And then it says in, in verse 30, this is Leviticus 22 verse 30, on the same day it will be eaten up. You will leave none of it until the morning. In other words, it's something you do today. It's eaten up. It doesn't even remain to the morning. It is a voluntary offering that you make today that is not even valid for tomorrow. It's only good for today. It must be eaten. Because you know what you got to do tomorrow? The same thing.
thing. It is something that has to be done daily. You offer it and it must be eaten the same day, which means it's fully given that day. That means if you want to make the offering tomorrow, you got to do it again. That means in order to make this offering, you got to do it day after day after day after day. Now, let's see how this offering, as you come before him, is associated with consecration, sanctification. You're coming before him with the heart attitude that you're now consecrating, sanctifying yourself unto him. So we're going to look at this principle in the context of what is happening in Second Chronicles in chapter 29, and then we're going to continue on and looking at chapter 30. We're going to look at Todah, the Thanksgiving offering, in the context of what's happening in Second Chronicles chapter 29 and also chapter 30. Now, here we are going to see that Hezekiah, who is a good king, it says in Second Chronicles 29 verse 2, that Hezekiah did what was right in the sight of Yahweh according to all that David his father had done. So let's see what Hezekiah does as it relates to Todah. It says now in verses 3 and 4, he in the first year of his reign, in the first month, opened the doors of the house of Yahweh and he repaired them. And he brought in the priests and the Levites and gathered them together into the east street. So he wants to repair, bring restoration to the house of Yahweh. And in doing it, he's gathering in the priests and the Levites. Now let's see what he has them do. Verses 25 and verses 25 through 29. And he set the Levites in the house of Yahweh with symbols, with psalteries, with hearts, according to the commandment of David and of Gad the king's seer and Nathan the prophet. For so is the commandment of Yahweh by his prophet. And the Levites stood with the instruments of David and the priests with the trumpets. And Hezekiah commanded to offer the burnt offering upon the altar. What do we know about a burnt offering? It's to be freely given, wholly given. And when the burnt offering began, the song of Yahweh began also with the trumpets and with the instruments ordained by David, king of Israel. And all the congregation worshipped, and the singers sang, and the trumpeters sounded. And all this continued until the burnt offering was finished. When they had made an end of offering, the king and all that were present with him bowed themselves in worship. So part of these reforms of the temple that Hezekiah is calling the priests of the Levites, and they're offering burnt offerings upon the altar, and then they are also coming before the God of Israel with song and worship. Now we get to verse 31. That is the context because here in verse 31, it's going to mention Todah, the Thanksgiving offering. So you see what they did first. They were bringing restoration to the temple. They were calling the priests and the Levites. They offered burnt offerings on the altar, and they're coming with singing and praise and worship. And then it says, Second Chronicles 29.31, Then Hezekiah answered and said, Now you have consecrated yourselves unto Yahweh. You see what they did first? Consecrated themselves. Then it says, Come near. Come near is the Hebrew word nagash. It's the Strong's number 5066. And it means intimacy. It's a word that, that means intimacy. So coming near means you're coming into an intimate relationship, an intimate moment. And they bring 
sacrifices and thank offerings in the house of Yahweh. The thank offerings is the todah. Now, I want you to notice the context of the todah. It was once they were bringing restoration, they were in the process of consecrating themselves and drawing near to the God of Israel in an intimate way. They did that to offer the todah, the thanksgiving offering. And it says, And the congregation brought in sacrifices and thank offerings, and as many as were of a free heart. Why do say a free heart? Because the todah must be a free will offering. So the ones who are doing this are doing it as a free heart of their will. Now, the timing that this is happening in Second Chronicles chapter 29, verse 17, it says, Now they began in the first day of the first month to sanctify. And on the eighth day of the month came they to the porch of Yahweh. So they sanctified the house of Yahweh in eight days. And on the sixteenth day of the first month they made an end of sanctifying the house of Yahweh. It says they did it in the first month. What month of the year is this? This is the month of Passover. So here we see that the initial preparations for this is for Passover. This Todah is associated with Hezekiah preparing the people for Passover and first establishing restoration, consecration, praise and worship. So they're prepared for it. And so now then we get to Second Chronicles chapter 3 and verses 1 and 2 where it says, And Hezekiah sent to all Israel in Judah and wrote letters to Ephraim and Manasseh that they should come to the house of Yahweh at Jerusalem to keep the Passover under Yahweh God of Israel. For the king had taken counsel and his princes and all the congregation in Jerusalem to keep the Passover in the second month. Why is he doing it in the second month? Because they weren't prepared for the first month. So they're doing it in the second month because they had not fully prepared themselves for when Passover is intended to be kept, that is in the first month. And so now we see the context of the Todah, the Thanksgiving offering being made unto Yahweh and all the preparations that were done to make it possible. Now we go to Second Chronicles in chapter 33 and verse 16 and it says, And he repaired the altar of Yahweh. Notice Hezekiah was repairing the house of Yahweh. Now here in Second Chronicles 33:16, once again, repairing the altar of Yahweh. And once they repaired the altar, they sacrificed peace offerings, that shalem, remember? That is a peace offering, which is a sacrifice for alliance or friendship, and the thank offering. You see that? The peace offering and the thank offering, and commanded Judah to serve the Yahweh Elohim of Israel. Now, we're going to go to Nehemiah in uh, chapter 12, and we're going to look at this Thanksgiving offering. And the context of it. Nehemiah chapter 12 in verse 30. It says, Then the priests and the Levites purified themselves and purified the people and the gates of the wall. You see, the same thing is happening again. The priests are in the process of consecrating and purifying themselves. And in doing so, they bring in the Todah. Verse 31. Then I brought up the princes of Judah upon the wall and I appointed two great companies of them to give thanks. One went on the right hand of the wall toward the dung gate. And it says who went there. So notice what they're doing. The Levites, they're repairing, bringing restoration. And the priests and the Levites are purifying themselves. And in doing so, they're bringing the Todah. They're bringing the Thanksgiving offering once they do this process. Now, let's go to Psalm in chapter 50. Psalm chapter 50 and verse 23. 
it says, whoever offers praise, that's todah, that's the thanksgiving offering. So now we've studied the context of it. It says, whoever offers todah glorifies me. You see, this offering is for the purpose, Psalm chapter 50, verse 23. Whoever offers todah glorifies me. So now we know it's just not having your church service, and now we got the 10 minutes praise and worship, so uh, let's decide to raise our hands. Okay, that part of the service is done. I praised him now. That's not what Todah is talking about. We've just looked at Leviticus and Chronicles and looked at the context of what Todah is. And it says, whoever offers the thanksgiving offering, Todah, glorifies me. In him that orders his conversation. The word conversation there is the Hebrew word derek, which is often translated as way. And if you look up the meaning of derek in the Strong's, it means a manner of life. It means a lifestyle. So this is what the verse says in the Hebrew. Whoever offers a thanksgiving offering unto Yahweh glorifies him and he is doing this as a lifestyle because ultimately Yahweh wants those what Yeshua say he's seeking those who will worship him in spirit and in truth so this Todah this Todah offering is in the context of your worship unto the God of Israel and now we're going to begin to look at the process what is our heart regarding this worship what is our attitude. So now we look at Psalm 95. Psalm 95 it's going to be speaking about this Thanksgiving offering. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at the things that are said regarding the Thanksgiving offering. What is associated with it? And it says in verse 1 Come let us sing unto Yahweh let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. First of all, who is the rock of your salvation? It's Yeshua. So so this is something that is unto the rock of your salvation. Do you realize that in this movement there are elements of this movement who are putting Yeshua aside? And the Todah, the thanksgiving offering, is to the rock of your salvation. It's not even possible for you to be offering this thanksgiving offering when you're trying to cast Yeshua aside, saying that he's not to be worshipped, saying that he's not Yahweh. You might as well have not even have heard anyone talk to you about Hebrew roots if that's what your studies have come to the conclusion of because it says let us sing unto Yahweh let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation so it's to the rock of your salvation it's to Yeshua and what are you supposed to do unto the rock of your salvation you're to sing unto him and make a joyful noise and then it says in verse 2 come before his presence with Todah with the thanksgiving offering do you know what the word presence is in Hebrew it's panim and panim means face come to his face when the high priest went into the Holy of Holies, he was said to be in the presence of God or he was said to be face to face. And the ultimate relationship you have with your Creator is called in the Bible face to face. So it says come into his presence. We're talking about the ultimate relationship. We're saying come into it with Todah, with thanksgiving. Now it's telling you how you're to do it. You're to do it by singing unto him, making a joyful noise. And verse 2, make a joyful noise with him with songs, with psalms. And then it says, verse 3, for Yahweh is a great God and a great king above all gods. You see, you cannot make a true Todah. You cannot make a true thanksgiving offering unless you're doing it with the mindset that he is Elohim. In other words, he's sovereign, he rules over all, and you're recognizing him as being sovereign. Sovereign rule over all. Not with your lips, not just with your lips, 
but in your life, that as you get up, today my life is governed, that he is sovereign, that he rules over all, that I have a relationship with him. And because he is who he is, then I'm going to praise him for who he is because he deserves it for who he is. And me coming in with this attitude, I have a shalem before him. I'm bringing a an offering, a sacrifice of alliance, of friendship. I have this relationship with my creator. And it says then, if we continue on, and uh, looking at Psalm 95 verse 6, Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before Yahweh our maker. Who created the heavens and the earth? John chapter 1 verse 3, Colossians 1, 15 and 16. It says Yeshua created the heavens and the earth. Come kneel before our maker. So now we're being told that this Todah, this Thanksgiving offering, that in making it, we're singing before him, that we're coming into his presence, this intimate moment with a joyful noise. Well, that's going to conclude part one of the series on the subject, the sacrifice of Thanksgiving. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.